Let the conversation continue with Ryan, Trista, and Nick and BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. Still 7-0 Tulane over Memphis. Big game. Big game for Ryan. Big game. Big game. Uh, It was supposed to be a big game last night for the Broncos. Uh, It was not. Not a big game for Russell Wilson. Oh, I do want to point this out real quick. I had Isaiah Pacheco over 16 and a half carries. What did he finish with? 16. No. I swear to God. See, that's my only problem I'm with the prop so market. Back, back in the day. And but it's I, like, I knew that was sharp. Remember I said before the, sh- the beginning of the show, I said, this is a sharp number, but I'm going to take the over. See, this They is, nailed it. This is the only problem with like everybody being able to gamble now, man. And uh, like the markets have completely caught on. If you were betting these games and these props like 10 years ago, yep. ev- everything is like, that's the only thing I have with props. I got I to gotta get to them early on in the week if yep. I like them. That's what I usually do, too. But even like for for an example, one of the games I like is the uh, I like Tampa Bay this weekend. But like ten years ago, even like seven years ago, they probably would have been six point dogs in this game. Now they're three point dogs against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, you know what I mean. But the the defending NFC champs, it's just like the market's caught on. It's so sharp in the NFL. That's why I love college football because you have a bigger catalog to choose from every mm-hmm. Saturday. Now these like standalone, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night that's games. That's a little different. That's a fifty fifty game, but. uh Tomorrow, a lot I like. Sunday, though, there are a couple NFL spots I like, but I, I just feel like the NFL's been really tricky the first couple weeks of the season. You've been down on the NFL a little bit this year. I'm well, going to be just honest. blowout after blowout. Like, you get yeah. excited for Cowboys, 49ers, you know, all the uh, nostalgias there. You got I mean, the, you I was got happy. The, you got Dion. you know, you got was, Steve Young. And I was, why, why weren't you happy with that? Game? It's not even just that I <laughs> bet the Cowboys. Like, if the Cowboys were going to lose and I was going to, you know, not get the cover, that's fine, but at least give me a game to watch. My dad comes into town once every two years. We're sitting on the couch like, all right, at least we get Cowboys Niners, and he's snoring by the second quarter. Well, I think we all were at that point. You yeah. knew kind of right away. You're like, oh, this is going to be, yeah, that's the Cowboys or not. So, And again, that, that's kind of how it looked last night with the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos score eight points. Yeah. They're one and five. Russell Wilson had 95 yards passing, even after the game. There's just more and more proof that Sean Payton is looking at this team saying, I'm going to gut this whole damn roster. If you didn't think before this year that Sean Payton was going to come in and gut this, he has given you full uh, like he's he's put the spotlight on exactly what his plans are. Not even just Frank Clark and like just starting to see like the rumors and talks of trades. And he kept mentioning you know being able to pass the ball, being able to throw the football. But well, who does that who does that point out? Uh, I don't know. Russell Wilson, the guy whose new contract hasn't even kicked in yet. Yeah. And Russ hasn't even been that bad. I mean, last night... Last Ru- night was terrible. Oh, he was terrible. And yeah. I'm not going to defend Russ, right? So um, a lot of people have pulled this in the last 24 hours. But you go back to that uh, when he was on the herd, when obviously he was working for Fox the last yep. couple seasons or last season. And he was on with Colin Cowherd. And uh, there's this quote that Sean Payton believes Caleb Williams is a truly generational player, as yeah. we all do, and is good enough that somebody will tank for him because the NFL to move to a lottery system to stop it happening again. Blah, blah, blah. That's, yep. that's, but uh, So he thinks that somebody's going to tank for Caleb Williams. Now he's the head coach of the Denver Broncos. And they're one in five. So maybe he's... He's tipping his cap. I mean, he's, it's bad. Like, the play calling last night was terrible. And I feel like if, if anybody else has been paying attention to Denver, it's been terrible all season long. Russell Wilson is has certainly been better this year. Like put put last night aside. Like that that's going to leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth. We yeah, talked not, about it, right? Yeah. He was the fourth highest rated quarterback in the NFL heading into that game. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that he's the fourth best quarterback in the NFL? No. It just means that that's it gives you an idea that he's at least playing he's playing 
decent. I would say decent football this year, right? Yeah. You still he wasn't throwing a bunch of interceptions, but he still was making poor decisions. They're not going downfield. He's not taking those risks. You're watching a lot of dink and dunk. I mean, there was a point last night. I mean, he finished averaging four point three yards of throw. Four point three yards of throw. That's Russell Wilson. Like that's where we are right now. The problem is, if you're the Broncos and you're Sean Payton, man, that's awesome. If you want Caleb Williams, that's awesome. If you want a tank, cool. How are you going to get rid of Russell Wilson's contract? It doesn't kick in the new one until next year. So yeah. at this point, the Broncos to me are a fade the rest of the way. I can't trust this team at all. Oh yeah, I I, I don't know what you even do. I wouldn't touch any props with them. But this is a team that's now because it's more than just what's going on on the field. It's very <laughs> clear that like within the locker room, the culture there is crap. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not okay. So Sean Payton's a great offensive mind. Or at least he was ten years ago. Uh oh, here we go. We talked about this. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. need. I don't need to redo <laughs> no, this tape. Feel free from to last slander night. if you want. You can slander. All I'm saying. I can't is, defend him after last night. If we play the resume game and I, and I give you Mike McCarthy's resume and I give you Sean Payton's you resume, this. it's going to be damn near the same resume. They both have one Super Bowl win. Now Sean Payton does have one more appearance, but he lost that second one. And. Uh, Except for two horrible the, calls that knocked the Saints out of the playoffs multiple seasons. I feel like the league has passed both by, right? But, yeah, well, and the other the other thing that everybody will always say is, well, Mike McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers. Well, Sean Payton had Drew Brees, and he had, for a couple of years, Deuce McAllister and Reggie Bush. And my it main does, man's and them, Marquise. The laziest, big game, Colston. That's the laziest argument. When people do that, and they're like, well, Phil Jackson had Michael Jordan. Yeah, okay. I mean, great coaches have to have great, great coaches players. Have yeah, great Bill players. Belichick had Tom Brady. God, you know what I mean? I, it's, it's lazy every right. time somebody does that. But listen, I can, agree, championships. I can agree with you in the spot that Sean Payton and Mike McCarthy both look like quarter or both look like coaches that the league has kind of passed them by. Either Sean Payton really sucks, like because this team because like it's not about is Sean Payton still a great play caller for sure. Like the offense is better this year, but the defense has regressed. So is Sean Payton still a good coach? Comes down to is he a leader in the locker room? You got everybody wants to get traded right now. Oh, Every yeah. veteran, everybody oh, yeah. wants off that team except for Russ. You know, because he Who has nowhere else he to go. He doesn't want to be well, He has nowhere else know. to go. He can't start anywhere else. I don't know that he could start in the U.S. No, he could not. He oh, could stop it. Yeah. He could start for the Patriots right now. No, again, he's not awful right now. Yeah. But, I mean, so y- you wonder, is Sean Payton maybe a little overrated? These guys, they, they don't want to hear the nonsense. Honestly, here's what I think is going on. He doesn't care about this season. I really do believe that he's got tanking in his mind. Does right. that look like a team that's prepared every well, single week? Well, that's the one thing that he has working for yes. him, too, is he's not going to get canned next year. He's not going to get canned exactly. the year after. He has time because he's Sean Payton. They went all in to bring him in there, but they can't feel very good. In fact, it's not even week eight, and already the ownership and the management group had to come out and be like, we have full confidence that Sean Payton's going to turn this thing around. Usually, like, that's the end of the season press conference after you don't make the playoffs. Yeah. It's weird to see that before we even get to their bye week. That's all I'm saying. I uh, have no faith in Denver. And also, they're in the AFC, and they're in one of the toughest divisions in all of football. Even if you're down on every other team, uh, that, that team, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs is in that division. And they got that Mahomes guy, who right now is winning games with, like, Willie Lump Lump at wide receiver. He's one of my favorite players, and actually. And 60% of Travis Kelsey, yeah. who's distracted... Because he's running around with his lady friend. Didn't look very distracted last night. Nine catches for 124 yards. Yeah. He's awesome. I mean, listen. He's the best tight end. Is this a hot take that Travis Kelsey's the greatest tight end ever in NFL history? He's the greatest receiving tight end, at least. Maybe not the best blocking tight end. Maybe Gronk gave you more there. But, like, Travis Kelsey, because here's the thing. you got to think longevity, right? Travis Kelsey is in his mid-30s right now. He's 34. I think he just celebrated a birthday, right? 
And do you see him going anywhere anytime soon if he stays healthy? Well, you know this, though. Sometimes guys can just fall off of a cliff. Oh, for sure, especially and at that position, yeah. at the wide receiver position. If you lose a step, you lose a step. But I don't know. And he was talking about this on the podcast with his brother and whatnot, that he's, like, really into his core workouts. He doesn't see himself retiring anytime soon. And he has Mahomes throwing him the ball and Andy Reid scheming up plays, and I don't think he's going anywhere anytime Gronk soon. Gronk was a great receiving tight end, too. He also was Speaking a good blocking tight end. Speaking of great cores, Andy Reid. Yeah. Also doing a lot of core exercises. Well, is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Gronk. I mean, there's oh, yeah. so many. Like, Tony Gonzalez, obviously. Well, Luke Luke was a tight end for a well, couple listen, years I, at Peabody U. Did you see how long it's been since the Broncos beat the Chiefs, though? Yeah, the, it was 14 September, games, right? September 17, 2015. I was in 11th grade. Uh, you know, yeah, Mahomes I was never almost going to say something that Kenny was going to have to dump. Hey. We're just going to F you, okay? Shut the hell up. Because he's young? Yes, because he's young. Yeah. God. He's... 2015, you were in 11th grade. I don't want to... Andrew, Crazy. if you're listening, I want I want him never here again. You're jer- I'm just kidding, Luke. I love you. No, I need him here. Yeah, we could probably have him. we got to live through him. Uh, you know what, though? I will say this. Tonight. It, it, but we, we were trying to figure out, right? We've, we've kind of had this the whole year where you look at the Chiefs and go, well, who else are they throwing the ball to? Rasheed Rice, four targets, four catches, 72 yards. I really think he's going to start getting more and more targets yeah. week after week. It's going to take a couple of weeks for the market to really catch up to that. Because, And you know what? It may even take longer because there's so many inconsistencies and it's whether or not you actually trust the game plan other than them throwing the Travis Kelsey every single week. We've watched it from week one where Rasheed Rice is getting... Big throws made to him, and he is making those catches. He has had some of the drop skis this year. He has made some mistakes, but he's a rookie. He's young. I think Rasheed Rice has a chance to be eventually the number one receiver for the Chiefs. Now, that doesn't mean that he's a number one receiver like for most teams in the NFL, but given the way their roster is with everybody they've got out there right now, that guy's going to become the number one receiver receiving option for the Chiefs. Yeah, I like him a lot. I mean, there's a reason why they took him. I really liked him in college as well, man, and... uh he, I, I completely agree. You know, you brought it up He last night, 72 receiving yards, right? He had two first downs that they needed to pick up. Yeah. He had two big catches. He caught all four of his targets. And he averaged 13.8 yards after the catch. And that's that's how you earn more targets in the Kansas City offense, mm-hmm. what you do after mm-hmm. the catch, the yak. And that's what I like because you lose Juju Smith-Schuster in the offseason, and you need that underneath guy because MVS is your you know guy that could take the top off the defense, or you have Sky Moore. You have these little gadget guys that have all this speed, but you need guys that can make the catches across the middle, not just Travis Kelsey. Right. Especially when you have Travis Travis Kelsey dinged right now. You know, and you got Gray out there, you're running more two tight end sets. But I completely agree that he's going to be the guy going forward, and he's only going to get better. He's a rookie as he, you know, picks up the more complicated offense because it's got to be pretty tough just stepping into an offense and you got Andy Reid calling up those type of plays. You never know where you're going to be lining up. You know, it's last night that Cortland <laughs> Sutton catch. How many teams now are calling the Broncos and saying, we want Cortland Sutton? You think your Green Bay Packers are looking at that right now? Dude, back left corner of the end zone. God. He makes a one-handed grab. Pinned, and then, yeah. I mean. I, I I would want him. I would want my team to make that phone call for him rather than Jerry Judy. And I'm not. Jerry Judy, it's a bad situation, right? And he wants out of Denver. But <laughs> well, just Steve the way Smith that he's, didn't make it any better either. Yeah, but like the way he's going about it right now. And, um. I don't know. I just haven't been really overly impressed the last couple of years with Jerry Judy. I really thought that he was going to be like a top 10 receiver mm-hmm. in this league. And, may, and you know, maybe that's the case. But we keep saying it. Like, Russ isn't playing all that bad, and he's still not putting up numbers right now. So I would rather have Cortland Sutton if they're uh, willing to do business. And I think everybody's open for a and trade right now. October 31st is the trade deadline, right? Yeah. I think that at one in five, the Broncos are going to just... They're going to gut this roster. They have to. There's no reason to keep playing with what you've got at this point. 
Jerry Judy's worn out as welcome. I know there's some talent there, but he's never lived up to the expectations there. Cortland Sutton will get you some get you some picks. Just stock up draft picks. If you're Sean Payton, build this team the way that you... Like, he's not going to go anywhere. They're paying him a ton of money. He knows he's got security, just like Kyle Shanahan did when he went to, to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I'd sell off anything that has any value right now because even if you don't... You know, let's say you finish with more than two wins and you don't have the number one pick. You could get the number two pick, and the number two pick could be Drake May. Or you get the number three pick, and the Chicago Bears get the number one and two pick. You know what oh, I mean? God. What I'm saying is yeah. there's a deep quarterback class coming out. So, Bet MGM tonight. Nick, Trista, and Ryan are taking a short break. Stay tuned because there's plenty more to come on Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM. Live from BetQL.